Welcome to the She Yearns Podcast. I am Cherry Strange, and I am so thankful you have joined us today. Thank you for being a part of this community. The She Yearns community exists to lead women to desire more of God in everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Welcome to the podcast today. It's that time of year again. Invitations to ceremonies and graduation announcements arrive daily with stunning pictures of young adults, some of whom you have watched grow up on your street maybe or in your church or almost in your house if you're like us. They've been there so many times over the years, it's like your own kids. This could be the year you are sending out your own child's announcements or... Maybe it's an event hanging out there somewhere in the future for your child or even a grandchild or your best friend's kid. Graduation can impact us personally, even when it's someone we are close to, yet not related by family, because it is one of those milestone markers in our lives we ought not waste it. Instead of simply buying a cake or throwing cards with money, at these young people with common encouragements like great job your future is looking bright and well you did it we should seize the opportunity to shower them with words from personal godly mentors and send them out with a blessing honestly i would have totally missed this if it had not been for my friend cindy townsend I watched her do this with her kids before me from afar. I knew that's what I wanted to do for my own kids. And when it came time to celebrate and to launch our first to leave onto the next thing God had planned for her, that's exactly what we did. What I want to talk about today is this idea of launching a graduate, sending them out with a blessing. Or it doesn't even have to be someone who's graduating from high school or something like that, but somebody who is going on to the next phase of whatever God has for them in their life that is a milestone that you would say that you could send them out onto the next phase of life. The concept of this sending out of a blessing can be found in scripture in Joshua 22, 6. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away and they went to their tents. The two and a half tribes had agreed to stick with the other tribes and lead them in battles until the promised land was subdued before them. They have done the job. They have completed everything they were supposed to do, and they're sort of graduating, per se. Now, Joshua is offering words of wisdom for how they should live their lives, and those came just before this verse that I read, to follow God wholeheartedly, and he minces no words when he gives them to them, and then he issues a blessing over them as he sends them out. Why would we do any less? If we're going to send out the people that we care about and the people that we love to do the next thing God had for them. I looked all over Pinterest, the internet. I tried all sorts of keywords to search, but I came up with zilch, empty, for what I wanted to accomplish. And maybe it's out there and I'm just not clever enough to find it. The reality is, if more people were doing something like what I'm going to suggest, it wouldn't be hard to locate. The event that I sort of had the idea for is what I'm going to call a launch party with a blessing. 
You can call it whatever you want to, but I'm going to center on launch party with the blessing. So for your graduate, we're going to center on that because that's what time of year it is. Allow me to suggest throwing them a party, but not just any party. It's not a big party. It's not a fanfare event, and it's not a party with their friends, but a party filled with a select group of people handpicked by your honoree and probably your input also. People they value as godly mentors, people who've been around, people they have maybe been with or they are your friends that have seen them grow up, who have poured into their lives, even from afar. Those are the people who've said, how's so-and-so doing? What's going on with their life? That you know have prayed for them. People they would like to receive a word of counsel from as they launch into the next phase of life. They could also invite a friend, but it's got to be a, a, a friend that is a believer. People who are willing to speak a blessing over them as the gift that they're bringing. I can barely write about it without tearing up. Let me try to tell you how to plan and organize it and then offer a couple of tips for getting the most out of the event from a mom's perspective. First of all, how to plan this so-called launch party with a blessing. You gotta pick the time of the day. We made it a luncheon. We didn't want it to drag on and on and on and we didn't have a lot of time. It can be simple because we were moving within 24 hours, literally out of that house. I borrowed a lot of serving dishes from other people. All of our stuff was packed up as well as folding chairs and tables. We had dear friends who <laughs> let us borrow lots of stuff. So it doesn't have to be complicated. We had paper plates and probably Mexican food because my daughter was picking the menu. So it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be just very simple. That's the first thing you need to do. And then you need to decide on the guests list. Do not invite a lot of people. I wanna emphasize that again. Do not invite a lot of people. This is an intimate gathering. It's not for everyone who ever taught him in Sunday school. It's an intimate gathering. So make sure you think very carefully about who you invite because you want it to be meaningful to the honoree. And you want it to be meaningful to the guests because it really, it really is a blessing to everybody who's present. I don't think there was a dry eye in the building when we did it. Want to include an invitation because you want people to understand this is not just a graduation party where we're gonna come eat some cake and punch. You want them to be aware of what they're getting into and what they can expect from the event. So on the invitation, you want to inform the guest that they have been selected by the honoree because he or she values them for pouring into their life, that she values what they bring to the table. And she would like them to attend and bring as the gift any words of wisdom that they have as they are launching into this next phase and prepare a blessing that they will be speaking over them. They can write it down. In fact, that's preferable. They can put it in a card. We're not talking about a speech. We're just talking about a short little blessing that they would be comfortable reading out loud over the individual. It's very, very sweet and personal. So that's what you're asking them to do. Most people will respond and they will come if they're able. If they can attend, they will. If they cannot attend, we found that people were very sincere and they would send her a letter. 
and include in that the blessing or any advice. And it was very, very touching. So, and she kept these, she keeps them in a special place. So that's how you prepare for it. You send it out and uh, you put that information in your own words and what you would expect from the event in the invitation. What do you do at this event? At the front, you welcome the guests. I would suggest having a small table that has some note cards with envelopes and pens or markers, things like that, sitting on the table that you're, you're not overseeing it. You're not hovering over it. You're making it available for your guests to utilize. That table is for maybe someone like me who hasn't had quite the time to write the note or the blessing yet. <laughs> There's too many things going on, but you've let them know you wanted to be there and now you're taking the moment to do that. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. You want to make sure they understand that's totally fine and you give them the privacy and the availability to do that. Also, they might think of something else they want to give her or him and you've got a basket or some, you know, sort of uh, container, they can throw that in, it can be private. Also, the other thing we had there was a Bible. We had the honorees Bible sitting there that they could maybe underline their favorite verses, leave a note, write something that they might want them to know, add anything that they just think about, whatever. You're just providing resources for the guests to see and have as they come in. The other thing we did, we had a lot of pictures. We had all of the graduation pictures and we had some pictures of her as she was growing up and we had those available at the front that people could see and peruse. It's just fun. You're kind of celebrating that event. We decided to eat first because you can kind of do that in a round robin sort of occasion. Then when everyone is present and the meal is over, have the honoree sit down and everyone sort of gather around them, maybe in a den or a living room. It might be crowded and that is okay. Then what you're gonna do is take turns having each guest come up, if they're comfortable doing that, place a hand on the honoree and read the note to them that they have written or pray over them, whatever they feel comfortable doing sharing their blessing or words of wisdom over there. You need to be prepared for tears. I did not have tissues ready and that was a mistake. Even the men cried over this. So you want to be ready for that. Allow this to go on until everyone who is wanting to share is finished. It will probably end very naturally, but if a parent or if a pastor is present, maybe a youth pastor or somebody that they've selected is there, whoever wants to close it out can close it out. Or you might want to sing a hymn or something, whatever is fitting. We didn't do that, but you might want to do something like that. We have several preachers in the room in our family, so in our circle. So you might want to do something like that. The options are open. You just want to make sure it's natural and appropriate for your honoree. You can have everyone exit at that point because that is the emphasis of the occasion. Or you can save dessert to do right after that. However you want to do it. Allowing people to stay and visit on their own timetable is likely the best solution. So putting the important task sort of sandwiched in the middle, I would say 
would be the best way to do it, but it's your party, it's your event. So do whatever works for your schedule. One suggestion I wanna make is to have someone take pictures so that you're not doing that. My pictures are priceless and I did not plan ahead. I did not have someone in place to do this for me. I never thought about it. We were moving the next day. It was a graduation day. I was thinking of a thousand other things and one of my guests volunteered her husband who was a professional photographer. Actually, all of my pictures on my website are by these two individuals. The Tim Flanagan is fabulous from Solace and it happened to be perfect and priceless and I'm so thankful that he was willing to do that for us. And so I, I highly encourage you to find someone who is willing to be your eyes and your ears for that event so that you can be free to enjoy it and be a part of it. I will actually post some of the pictures of our event. Some will be online on the website, some they're gonna be on social media, but they're gonna be different on each of the different mediums. I want you to be able to grasp what it was like from a personal perspective, I think it just helps us humanize the idea. Now, what's the takeaway from a launch party like this? What can you gain from it? Well, I think for us, it gave us the opportunity to say what needed to be said. So often we go through these milestones, we go through these motions, and then they're done and it's over and we move on. This gives you the opportunity to say what needs to be said. I just can't stress that enough we need to take those opportunities. It provided closure of one era and hope of another. It put the focus where it should be, not on her, but on what God was doing and had done and where he planned to move. I really loved that about that event. It kind of brought it all together. It also gave us the, the gathering it was just a sweet time of fellowship with people I adore. It was a room full of people that I treasure. And to witness their love and care for my family was eternally meaningful to me, personally. That kind of thing builds up the body. I actually talked to my daughter, Taylor, is who this event was for a year ago. And I just asked her what some of the takeaways were for her and she wholeheartedly agreed about these but on this specific point she just said I I didn't realize how much they cared about me she said I knew they were your friends but it just built up the body so much and that leads to the next one it provided her with a wealth of faith boosting resources that she's taken with her she is more confident she uh, and she needed it but she has grown, and I do not doubt it is a direct result of the prayer and blessing poured over her into this next season. And God has been with her and has been evident. I have seen him move in her life, and I am so grateful for all of the energy and efforts that were poured into her from this group of people in her life. And then the last one is that it provides a model for everyone else in the room all ages. This is what it looks like to be the body in this kind of situation. What if you've already planned your graduation hoopla and did not plan this? Well, think of something or somehow you can call a few people in maybe early or in addition. Maybe you can do dessert. Maybe just 
do the blessing part. It doesn't have to be formal. And it doesn't have to be now. Just sometime before they launch into the next season of life, you can probably come up with something. This is just the idea that we had and the moment that we chose to seize. Maybe you know someone who would benefit from this type of event and their family is not going to think of it in their wildest dreams. But you are one of the key people in their life. Would you be willing to throw a party on their behalf? And I say party. It doesn't have to be a party, of course. Coffee or maybe your small group or maybe you can meet in the park or burgers outside. Anything. Just get people together. Lay a hand on that young person. Send them out with godly wisdom and bless them. Get it to them in a tangible form so that when the days to come get difficult and they do get difficult and their direction is clouded by the enemy, they have some resources. They have paper reminders. But more than that, they also have people. They have heard say blessing over them. They have people who they know care about them and if they need something they can call upon them and ask for sound spiritual advice or help you are in essence creating community for them as they launch into the unknown if you have the privilege and responsibility of launching a young person into their next season this is absolutely the way to do it I pray you and I make the most of every opportunity, gifting them with a launch party of sorts and sending them off with a blessing. Thank you again for tuning in today. We will be releasing a new episode every week. I would invite you to become a subscriber. And it really makes a difference when you share something here that you find helpful or encouraging. You make an impact. You may never understand the value or difference your suggestion or encouragement made in the life of a friend or casual acquaintance just by passing our resource along. So please share what you find here with others. I would personally be grateful. Don't hesitate to like us on Facebook or Twitter or leave a review. For more truth-saturated, gospel-centered, spiritually insightful encouragement, please go to www.sheyearns.com where you will find reading plans, articles, and other resources to help stir a desire for God into your everyday life.